Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Minivan Man Outdoor on a beautiful day here in Los Angeles, California, with the very funny Chris Spencer, Brani. And, you know, I, I just wanted to leave things off because I really had one of the best experiences with my son I think I've ever had. And I'm a huge NFL football fan. I like the San Francisco 49ers. And then on this Sunday, they and my son watched most of the game with me, got to see this dramatic comeback. That was an incredible game. Who'd they play? They played the, Eagles. the Philadelphia Eagles. They weren't supposed to win. Niners have always been horrible. I mean, since 2002, it's just been a horrible team. So my son, I'm encouraging him to like Bay Area sports. So we have a bunch of We Believe Warriors stuff. The Golden State Warriors have never been a good team. Poor thing. And then we've had, you know, all the San Francisco Giants stuff, and that was great because they got to go to the World Series. So we got to see, okay, we're the champions. We were jumping up and down rooting for that. But Niners have always been so bad, he gets disinterested. In right. kids. So he when got to see good, this major born, comeback yeah. and jumping around and three grown men. I have a neighbor that comes over and watches a game high-fiving. And just him sitting on my lap and watching the game and cheering in all the right moments was just really fantastic. Really do you guys do you guys watch from kickoff till the final whistle blows? Or you guys everything. take a break at point? No. Every single thing that you could possibly imagine. Just uh, my dad. I grew up going to these San Francisco 49er games, and my dad. The tickets were so expensive. We were like a lower middle class family, and would go and sit in this section. And he put so we would leave. We were watching the Buffalo Bills fourth quarter getting our asses kicked 35 to 7 and we were sitting there in the rain because montana my dad, or oh no, pre-montana montana. this is this who was steve the quarterback De, before steve deberg De i remember Berg. steve deberg yeah so, he used to be on the buccaneers i think yeah he was on the buccaneers good knowledge so we would watch everything and then i have the same mentality it's like we want to watch from beginning to end just to see if there's flashes of brilliance here and that things do you uh up. do you give him beer <laughs> you know, that's a funny question because yes i do give them <laughs> there you go um but not they, they can have sips and they want my daughter says mmm bud light <laughs> <laughs> who's better real quick off the topic uh steve young or joe montana easily joe montana but they're both high quality quarterbacks that's like saying a versus a minus yeah a is better and so anyway i we're this big family but hey we're talking about fun and all the good time. I mean, I was just really just so thrilled. And then here's me in a nightclub out at night, miserable, just because I just can't say, you know, I'm too old. To do it. But then these, these new highlights of my life, highlights all are kid-centric. And, you know, being at the beach with everybody and making sandcastles and watching everybody just eating a sandwich. Yeah, a good time becomes, a st- it gets redefined when you're a father because you're right. It's true. Like, it used to be with the guys, if you went out and you're like, we had a great time. Met some and chicks. Met some chicks. And da-da-da. It just went, you know. Coaxed just them cr- back to your place. Craziness. That was, it was, it was, that was what it was like. The whole goal, every weekend, you knew you were going out. And now it's true. Like this past summer for me, I had a couple of vacations. One time we went for Fourth of July. We went to San Diego, and then for uh, for uh, Labor Day we went to Tahoe. And both times, a lot of the f- fun for me was getting in the pool with my son. Family like, moments. You know what's funny is that women are like that too. Like younger chicks are attracted to a different type of talk in the bed. Like before, we'd be like, "You like this?" and "Oh, you want that?" and pull your hair. My wife gets excited if I'm going, you like the way I clean those countertops? <laughs> you want me to pave that driveway? You want me to pave the driveway? Let me put the kids to sleep. I'll put the kids to yeah, sleep. Yeah, my wife, uh, she's changed. She, That is fun. You know what I mean? Like younger clubs. 
You know, I guess because now I went to a club, you have no idea what you're doing there because you're not trying to pick up on chicks. The whole goal I realized was then was to get some some girls. And now that you're not trying to get girls, it's kind of boring. And yeah. I don't drink. And there's nobody dancing anymore in the clubs. So I really don't need know why I'm there. I just won't go. And no, it usually happens when myself. I'm out of town and the promoter's like, hey, man, you had a great show. All of us are going out and you're in the one car and you have to go with them. And it's yeah. like, I, okay, I, I'll go for a minute. That's the comics do getting a lot of trouble on the road. But just uh, the, the the highlights for me and in, in going on vacation, like you said, water slides. When your kids are now on a water slide, I specifically look for hotels with water slides when I go on vacation. They have to. It's mandatory. So I was just telling you about the Conquistador in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Probably one of the hugest water slides ever. And I'm, I'm going to feel guilty. Oh, because you I'm tell the be backstory. Without the kids. I got a gig in Puerto Rico, and I'm trying. I want to take the family, but it's just going to take. It's going to cost a lot. Too much. I'd rather have that loot. How much does it cost to go to Puerto Rico? Probably, you know, four fifty a ticket. I mean, I guess okay. I'd rather have that loot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of you know course. what I mean? Because yeah. you know, we go to the school is so damn expensive. Yeah. But you forget, you know. Yes, okay. The plane tickets. Let's say everybody's sixteen hundred dollars. But then eating every day, yeah, entertainment yeah. every day, adds up. It's gonna be three, three, four thousand dollars. You're right. It's funny because sometimes I do. I. It's almost like how women will go shopping with their eyes, and then they end up buying purses and, and shoes, and yep. it's like two, three thousand dollars. That's how I am with vacations. Like last year, I have a friend of mine who lives in Italy, and uh, Italian guy, and he's like, Should "Hey, be. why don't you come spend time in Italy?" And I was like, "Great." So I started looking for you know rental and everything. I was like, "Great." And then and then as I started doing the math with the flights and everything with the whole family. It's gonna be like twenty thousand dollars to That's go to crazy. Italy, and for these kids, it would be like you know. My you wouldn't son even would, know. You but you were going—that was first class. That, no, that was gonna be like regular, really? regular. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And this is the thing. This is, a, I think, the moral of all of this is that your kids at a young age. My son, we checked in. It was a really hot day. We don't have a swimming pool in Los Angeles. We stayed in at a hotel in Pasadena, five minutes in the car, unloaded. Everybody brought bags. We spent the night there. We had the best time. Yeah. We really did. I got it off Priceline. That's another thing. You go to San Diego, look locally for these little vacations. Right. You don't fly. You show up quick. Nobody's complaining. Everybody's in the pool. All they want is the pool. All they want is the pool and a water slide, and you can do that nearby and room service, and everybody's yeah, just and as happy. And the ice cream. And you don't and have oh, the man. flight, and you get a lemonade, and you're holding hands. A little frozen lemonade. Staycation. And if you go to San Diego, a staycation. A staycation. Has that been taken yet? No, they, oh, yeah, you did. That was for the it's longest time. Damn. That's been the whole economy also thing. I'm trying to figure out a way to own that. <laughs> no, it's staycation.com. Well, staycation. You go to San Diego, you go to Legoland, you go to the zoo. They love it. And so that's my thing. Kids, there's a particular, there's two hotels, the Bahia and the, I think it's sort of like an outrigger type of thing down there near the comedy store in La Jolla. Uh-huh. They think they're in Hawaii. There's parrots. There's an arcade where all the games are on free play. My kid doesn't goes in there and just hits the buttons like an idiot. They have the best time. So that's one of the things. Like Costco is another thing. You told me about the Costco. I was yeah. telling. Did I tell everybody? I'm not sure. Yeah, Jorge yeah, Monitors. Yeah. Again, one of the highest uh, rated shows was oh, the Costco show. My Costco show. <laughs> no, again, that's something like it doesn't. Your trip shouldn't cost that much. No, of course, and, that, and then what you said is the key is that the kids have no, they don't care. I remember when I was a kid, we used to go to Lake Tahoe. All I, all I would do is arcade, yes. be at the pool, or yes. I would order room service and get the. Is that the like, most incredible thing ever was room service. Oh my God! When they came in with They're a strawberry. They're gonna bring it to us. Yeah, strawberry yeah. sundae, ice cream jams. with whipped cream. Yes. 
A and tiny then, ketchup. And then, and then it was funny because I was, I felt so good back then. I, I, I felt generous. I'd be like, I'm gonna tip this guy a hundred percent. Like the guy would, like they would be like twenty bucks for the ice cream. It'd be twenty dollar tip. You were giving tips out when you were a kid. Uh, you can sign when they, when they bring it to you. You got to oh, sign. I was, so I, was like, I was like I was like ten, twelve, like back around, like not oh. when I was like five. Let's get to you unmonitored in a hotel room. What, what was that all about? Your parents would go out gambling, in Lake Tahoe. Well, no, it was like t- when you're ten years Don't old, twelve mind. years old. They're they're out there. Ga- Remember they used to like I used to pay you used to page your parents. They wouldn't. They didn't watch you. When you're ten or twelve, you go out and do whatever you want. You just hang out. We'd we'd page them once in a while to get some more cash for the arcade. That was it. Am oh I- yeah, you split up. Yeah. Oh, at that age. Yeah, sure. ten yeah. or twelve. I wasn't like four or five. But what's funny is sometimes you'll go, you'll see a little four-year-old, five-year-old walking by itself. Oh, yeah. oh, that's the saddest. And we're going, we're talking about all these happy moments. But yes. there is a thing at casinos because we do Vegas a lot. Where have you seen the play area where it's of open till one o'clock in the morning? Incredible. They have one, and you can check your kid in yeah. to this jungle gym. Yep. Just like I just did check- one in uh, not the Rio, uh, one of those ones like out out like in Henderson, a little bit further out. The most it was it was better than a casino. Basketball court, video games. They had like a little uh, a little costume area where they could put on different costumes. Then they can order ice cream and hot dogs and pretzels. You checked your kids into one of those things? Yeah, not not at one o'clock at night, but you know when we were running around in the daytime, we, they definitely two or three. And they hours. were happy to be in there. Oh my god, are you crazy? They loved it. It's better than the casino. I just see the kids in there when I walk by late at night. I always try to because maybe for a bit I would do something <laughs> on it, and I look in. And I see the saddest little kids just sitting Indian style oh, looking at the sleepy. entrance. Yeah, they're tired. That's what because I, I actually when I was I was in Berkeley recently, we stayed at the Claremont, which is a nice hotel up there. And uh, at one point, I had to do I had to like get pa- I pack, and my wife was tired from the night before, and so they had a little thing. And I and I was like, okay, he's gonna he's not gonna want to go, but I'm gonna try it anyway. So I went down there, and I said, can I just I asked him, I said, can I stay in here while he plays? And they're like, all right. So I stayed for a little bit, and then he started playing, and he totally, and then, and I started dozing off. I was tired. I'm dozing off. It was the cutest thing. So he's three years old. There's a little, like, three-year-old girl there. At first, she wouldn't play with him. Then, like, I would wake up, and she's, she's playing house with him, and he's daddy, and he's mommy, and she's going, daddy, daddy, our baby needs to be put to sleep. And my son's looking at her like, this girl is crazy. <laughs> and she's just like, daddy, daddy. And then I, and then I saw my son was having so much fun was I got up. And I started looking at him. He's like, Daddy, go to sleep. Like He's like, go back to sleep. And then I was like, at some point, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go and come back. He's like, all right, see you later, Dad. He didn't care. Oh, and that's good for the kids. But that I'm was in the daytime. That wasn't the daytime. 11, no, it wasn't. 12 o'clock no, no, at night. Not, no, no, no. 12 o'clock at And those kids are sleepy. Yeah. yeah. Your, bed, your child should be in bed no later. I'm telling you, on a weekend, no later than 9 o'clock. But listen, man, a lot of it's cultural. Crazy, right? I've been Depends to, how old you are, too. And also, it's cultural. I went to, I've done shows in Saudi Arabia at like when it's, when it's like 110 degrees at night. I mean, it's hot. Right. And people don't get out during the day. I mean, it's not 110. It's more like 90 degrees at so night. So everyone sleeps during the day. People are sleeping, and then they go out at night. I literally, you see, you know the Chappelle bit about the baby in the, yeah. in the hood at yeah. like 3 in the morning? You see babies running up and down. Baby! Yeah, you see babies running up and down at like 3. P- people are picnicking at 2 in the morning. With babies out and about. And it's was, dark out? Oh, it's, it's dark. It's night. It's three in the morning. Kids, are there. there's a picnic. Imagine if, like, if you and I wanted to go on a picnic, we'd be like, all right, I'll see you at the park at 1 p.m. We'll get wow. the, you know, we get some barbecue, some watermelons, some some volleyball, and whatever. they do the same thing at 2 a.m. 2 a.m. And they're sleeping in the daytime? At the daytime, they're just napping and trying to, you know, stay cool. The only people that are out is crazy because they have a, they have a, 
uh, the like the siesta hour. Mm. You know, basically like all the shops close between one and four. Uh-huh. Um, so the, I think the Saudis and a lot of people just go home, they go indoor because it's so hot. The only people you see outside, you see Indians playing cricket, which makes you realize how hot it must be in India. Where they're yeah. like, oh, the temperature is just right. You know, <laughs> it's perfect. One ten. One ten. But uh, yeah. So the kid thing, I agree. The kids need to be asleep, but uh, but it's also cultural too. Yeah, and then um, yeah. But those aren't yeah. school nights. I don't know what nights those are. Well, still, I mean, we, my wife, we've been in. We go to this uh, Walmart, and I think I've discussed this before. Two o'clock in the morning. It's just, you know. It, People don't really, the kids, babies need to be asleep. What are you doing at Walmart at 2 in the morning? Yeah, Guns? What do you need that bad? We went in, we go in just for the bits. My wife is game, like, let's go see how crazy this Walmart is at 2 o'clock in the morning. I need some material. I need some material. Your kids we, are at the age where they can stay at no, home by my, themselves? No, well, my kids were with my grand, the grandparents at that point. And what age is the right age? Because I think I started too early. I remember being in third grade and being home by my third. Staying home by grade. yourself? Yeah. Oh, I took the bus to school in San Francisco when yeah. somebody left me, so I took it at seven years old. But I'm just saying that I think 12 years old, 13 at that point. I'm wondering. You? I think that's about right. You know what I don't see anymore that we used to do, or my parents used to do, is leave the kid in the car as you go shopping. Is that illegal now? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. We've been in the, store, in the car for hours. That's hilarious. Well, I run in, I'll run in for something, <laughs> run in and out, lock the doors, say don't open the door for strangers, and be out in 30 seconds. So, I mean, I... It's also, not, your kids, how old? You, well, your, your son is Lorenzo's old. nine. He can drive. And yeah. <laughs> he would never... He's terrified so of everything, so he would never let anybody... Because Dara was the other day, he's three, he was napping in the back in his little car seat, and I had to go to the dry cleaner. I was like, I can't wake him up. So I parked in a place where I could like I literally like walked backwards into the dry cleaner watching my car. It was only ten feet away, but I'm he would get in was, trouble, wouldn't he? I would get in trouble. The window was down enough for him to breathe. No, I'm saying, isn't there like some neglect? If it's 125 degrees outside, yeah. You I'm saying, are you allowed there. to leave a baby in the car for any amount of time? If you can see the car, I think it's okay. Yeah, they can't. Who, who was the you know? Yeah. I don't know. If somebody went up to it and started taking down your license plate number, I'd say be able to say, "Hey, lady, I'm right, right here, here, dumbass." Yeah. Mind your business. And on that note, let's uh, take a break. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Chris Spencer. And we want you to join our fan page on Facebook. It's Minivan Men. And if you want the direct link, go to our website, minivanmen.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. I have a lot of advice on this podcast, and I am sorry <laughs> because oh, I feel like I'm full. Of, no, I just feel us. like I'm full of it. Are you older than us? I don't look it, but uh, there's a possibility. <laughs> as I'm staring at everyone, we're all around the beers. same age. I, I graduated we're... high school at 85. I'm not afraid to say. Oh it. no, oh, you're, wow, you're older than us. Far, yeah. Oh man, you, Grandpa? I'm 89. Yeah, we're, we're both 89. Oh, you babies, yeah. man. You... Anyway. Yeah, I World. used to watch you on Vibe, man, when I was when I was ten years old. I'm Hilarious. <laughs> so, but it, the advice is there just because I feel like with my past profession of the firing people, and it's just I have a good, I don't know, I and then I feel like I figured this you know, my profession out and what I like to do. Um, so I'm sort of doing what I like, and. The kids are relatively well behaved. Well, here's the thing. Here's here's my question to you, and I think, and I and I know because I'm like you a little bit, and I think part of it is 
we have friends. I think we, we all have friends. Everyone's got that one friend or a few friends who are kind of like kids. Who, they never grow up. They never grow up. They're always, the guy who you call when you talk, hey, man, how's it going? It starts with, mm. oh, man. What did I, did I tell you about the? Oh man, this and that, and I don't. I just can't figure it out. And and then you get into the advice thing, right? But a lot of people spend a lot of attention uh, and time complaining and thinking about what's not going right and how people are against them. And they want to. Yeah. People always want to put put external causes on the reason why they're not successful. Mm-hmm. And that's what we get into a lot with comics. And I'm sure you have this with people that you work with. Is that they always say. Oh, I'm not doing well because Tommy at the comedy store doesn't like me. Or, yep. you know what I mean? Right. So as soon as Tommy's gone, then I'm going to do well. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they always make an excuse. And they put, it's never them, but they make an external excuse for my kid's not doing well at school because the teacher doesn't like them. And they, so, and then the other kids in their class, they're all old. You know, everyone's making excuses. But what it really is, is when you start taking responsibility for yourself and everything that's going on around you, that's when everything opens up. I, I, I think that's me giving. There he is giving advice, advice again, right there. <laughs> but stop complaining. I, I think we find a lot of those people is that, you, especially with comedians, everyone's and moving to Hollywood. There's a lot of guys that come from San Francisco and they move down here, and then they go right back home because oh, I wasn't getting spots. You know how many people I invite to go to the comedy store and hang out, and people and say, "I go. This is these are the steps to becoming successful in Los Angeles. Put more work in than everyone else, mm-hmm. and then hang out more than everybody else. You know, work harder. I go and good sets beget other sets, and you just have to put in more time. And that's certainly what I've learned is like the the hard work will pay off. But I never see anybody hanging out at well, the comedy store. You know, it's interesting because I think like with my kids, you know. Well, one of them's a baby, so she doesn't even know what I'm saying. But the but the boy, like, I feel like you can give him advice, and he starts to, you know, he's it starts to sink in. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, like, I I recently taught him to not litter, and the way I had to teach it to him was that I was like, if you litter, you're gonna be a litter bug. You want to be a litter bug? He's like, I don't want to be a litter bug. So now he holds onto the garbage and he throws it away. So that's dealing with the kid. But then when you deal with adults who like act like kids or or some of the things that they're telling you you sometimes you got to sit back and go what happened like where did you miss the 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 educational disconnect of thinking like you said like you could just blame everybody sure or or like or you know what i should you know man i i i took that job i was there for like two months and they didn't make me president it's like Dude, it takes, you know, it takes time. Got to work at something. I, I've never met so many selfish people since I've been in Los Angeles, and I'm just, that's dawning on me right now. But I think the thing about us as parents is, like, we can't be selfish because you got to share and, you Everything. know, provide for these people. But think about all of our comedy friends and think about all the ones that have remained single as well, like, for a long period of time. I mean, that is selfishness, right? Mm-hmm. Is yeah. it selfish? But I, I mean, I wouldn't say that's just selfish. I would say that that's also could be, that could also be just. I mean, we comics got a lot of issues. People got issues, but comics have a lot of issues. So there's some comics I've seen it. They try, and then it just falls apart. But do you think there's any merit to? I'm trying to figure out who all these guys are that. I mean, and you got to be more specific about the sad sacks that you're calling that are bringing you down, the depressing guys. They're but, not just comics. I'm talking about like friends in every field that like, I mean, even, even like today I met with some guy, it wasn't, it, was, it wasn't, it was Saturn, but it was just, it was like a guy who was uh, a little, you know, probably like in his mid to later twenties, 
and just kind of seemed all over the place. And I, I went to this meeting. It was supposed to be a business meeting, but it turned into more of a like an advice kind of thing. And mm. I felt like I was given advice. Was he a successful guy already? No, he wasn't. Uh-huh. He's, he's trying to figure it out, but he's all over the place. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of one of these things where I'm going, and I'm going, God, was I like this too when I was kind of starting out? Did I think, like he wanted to get, he, he was like, you know, just to give you an example, like to, that he'd be like, all right, you know what? I'm thinking of what I'm thinking of doing. Let's say, for example, he'd be like, what I'm thinking of doing is starting a car dealership. I want to I want to get into that. Um, but I also want to manage comedians and I also would like to be a contractor. Jeez. And yeah. I think if I if I combine all was those together, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, but 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 he just said, I was like, dude, you got to focus. And he's like, no, no, no. If we get together, and I'm he's like, focus on all eleven of those. Exactly. And he's and he's like, and if you get involved with me, you can bring some of your customers. I was like, you want me to get on stage and tell my fans? To, you know what I'm saying? It's just, right. it's 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 one of these things where you get caught up in, and it's not that it's not that bad, but it's just like. I, you kind of look at the guy with, reminded me a little bit of Woody from Cheers. He, he, you know how he was kind of uh, naive, aloof. You know what I'm saying? Just naive a little bit. Like, right. what have you seen the world? Have you have you been educated in the world at all? I people have all these big ideas, but and they're looking for shortcuts. That's it. To, the shortcuts. So the, the people always are trying to find some way around actually doing the work, and there really is no way around it. In terms of getting up here, if you could just recommend me, I mean, I got an email and a call about, can I get it? Can you help me get TV spots? I'm like, yeah, no, I can't. I can't help you do that. You got to do all this stuff yourself, and you got to do the work. You can't. There's no magic phone call that's gonna take place. No, I have friends any- who complain and complain that they can't get TV spots. I go, tell me your process of trying. You know, they they don't want to come see me. I said, who have you called to come see you? So he hasn't called. I said, have you made a set? Do you know the set you want to do on TV? I mean, I, you know, I know the area. I said, so you don't have the set. So you haven't made any calls because there's too many shows on TV for you not to go do a five-minute spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's been three years. He's been the same complaint. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Five minutes? You don't have five minutes on the material you have to do a TV set? You know, I'm going to get around to it. Yeah, people just concentrate on the negative, and they really are. It's easy. External, yeah. It's easy to say they don't like me. And a lot of people it's don't. The white have, man. It, a lot of people don't have the. It's it's funny. You kind of have to have a little bit of a, a business savvy in life, and it, it applies to life. And again, it goes back to the kids as well. It's like the work ethic you try to put in your kid. You know, that's why. I mean, I I I've signed up my kid for swimming classes, and I'm trying every week with my busy schedule to get him in once a week, even if he's tired and he's kicking on the way there. I'm like, we are going. Yeah. So that he learns that he's got to keep going because eventually he's going to be good at swimming and he's going to be like, how did I get here? Oh, yeah, I worked at it. Same thing with soccer. Same thing with whatever I put him into. I, I, hey, I'd rather, I'd rather nap, stay home and nap, but, I, but I, I'm going to take you so you learn that work ethic. And I think that a lot of, a lot of people like Al, you were saying, it's like they want the shortcut. And, they don't, they, and I don't know what happened in life, if they were just all over the place or what, but it's just interesting yeah, you know? maybe lessons you were taught. You, people allow we're their taught. kids to yeah, war, allow their kids to give up. Right now, we're on a soccer team, and the coach is horrible. I don't know what I've. I just so much sort of said it to him last game. Of course you did. Yeah, I can't <laughs> bite my tongue ever. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I couldn't help it. Me and another dad. It wasn't the cholo, cholo, cholo. No, 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 no. This guy moved to a different league. Cholo list. <laughs> Thank God. Actually, uh, no, there's those in this league too. We're just not on that team. So I took pictures on my phone. I got I take Cholo soccer dad pictures all the time on my phone. So I have about eight. Hilarious. So whenever I see a Cholo coach, 
which is a bit I do, you're unfamiliar, and uh, I would take a picture of on my iPhone. I sneak up behind him and I act like I'm taking a picture of the team. And you got the cholo. But I got cho- just all zoomed in Cholo coach. Anyway, it's dangerous. It's like my bungee jumping. That's what right. I do. <laughs> so anyway, this coach sucks. And I told him, but I don't want to pull my son from the team cause for that life lesson. So I don't, we're not going to quit. We're going to stick it out. And we're going to you know play with the hand that's dealt to us. And that's the lesson. But I really don't want to show up anymore because this guy is so bad at uh, coaching. Yeah, you got to be careful because, you know, Minivan Man is the number one show of V13. <laughs> he's going to hurt. It's U10 at no, this point. That's your hood up there? Wait, I'm just saying, you know, uh, U10 soccer, AYSO, that's oh. their under 10. Anyway, so life lessons are important. That's how people probably learned all these negative things, I mean, in the first place. This is the other and, thing you have to remember. Not, not everybody has the capacity and the ability to think like this. Like, the people who got Ds and Fs when we were little, they didn't die. They're, they're out in the world doing this kind of stuff. That's true, huh? <laughs> yeah, you're talking to a lot of D and F students. These are D and F students. They didn't die. And you're like, do you, do you get what I'm saying? They're like, uh-huh. uh-huh <laughs> they're yeah. totally right over their head. You're yeah. like, oh, man. Oh, cigarettes and No, it's true. I, and I was never the best student. We talked about all that. But it's like, uh, Were you Ds and Fs? I was more of a C guy, a okay. CB and also, guy. And also, listen, man, it's, it's actually funny because some of my, some of my, few of my most successful friends in life, like financially and all that stuff, were not great students. They actually ended up coming out and, and just, they, you know what it was? They had great work ethic. It really was. Oh, they had a I vision. I have that. Yeah. They I have vision. ambition. I have ambition, more ambition than I know what to do with. And it's funny because I went to a high school where everyone was very successful coming out of my high school. But right. if you go to our Wikipedia page, it's like me, Dan Fouts, Jerry Brown. Like, <laughs> as wow. the people that are mentioned as uh, distinguished alumni. So one of the worst students actually... Made myself See? So I don't know what the moral is. <laughs> there is no moral. If you if you're gonna be a bad student, have ambition. No, it, it really is true. But <laughs> just working. I mean, I feel like the excuses or something, and then the selfishness. I wanted to draw the correlation between the two, because I think there is something there with, especially with comedians and people that stay single for a long period of time. I'm watching. I don't want to name any names. I've been really good uh, about doing that. Yeah, the last lately. couple of weeks have been good. And so we um, have seen people that are older, they reach 50, and they don't have any kids. You have, you're too particular at that point to share yeah. your life with anybody else because you have all of these things that you're nitpicking. You know how you like it. Right. And you're not going to compromise in any way. And, you know, but I think, I, think, I think that some of it, I, I hear what you're saying, and I, and I think some of it comes from selfishness at the start. But then I think sometimes those people are insecure about having kids or they don't find the right woman or whatever, vice versa. The woman doesn't find the right guy. And eventually they end up, like you said, being about 50 or what have you. And the problem now is they are too particular, but they also don't know how much having a kid, it's it's a gift in many ways because you have to be selfless. You have to go, all right, man, I'm not going to take that call. I'm not going to do this, whatever I got to do, because I'm going to pay attention to this kid. I'm going to have fun with this kid, teaching him how to kick a ball. You know, I mean, I, I mean, watching my son kick a soccer ball since he was two years old, I mean, it's just, it, it, I love it. And now he kicks the ball. And like, I, I took him to soccer lessons the other day, and this, the, one, one of the mothers was like, Your kid's pretty good. I was like, Yeah, I got him kicking since he was two, you know? <laughs> yeah. but, it's, but it's like, it, it is, I mean, in a way, that's actually selfish too, because I'm taking it, I'm, I'm excited about the credit, but it's so much, it is fun to be able to do that. And I think some of these guys don't know what it is. Sure, they're too driven. I don't know. There's a great line in uh, Boardwalk Empire this last week where 
they or two weeks ago when depending on when this airs it, but it, they one of the ca- main characters asks a guy who's a mob boss in New York City if he had children and he goes no I don't but I heard they say amusing things at uh, unexpected moments hilarious <laughs> no I do not but I hear they say amusing things at unexpected moments hilarious was that the uh, the 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 Rosenthal? What's the name? The Jewish Ro- Rostein. Rostein is that who that yeah, was? Yeah. Oh, that's great! I got I got to see that episode. So uh, I don't know, but Sherry like providing for them, and uh, you know the compromise and enjoying all of the little stuff and going on these vacations like we were talking about in the previous segment. I mean, it really does change your entire life and your perspective and therefore makes other things you, you, you certainly not i guess life is not that depressing or shouldn't be at that point i agree and these friends of yours that keep pulling you down the debbie downers get rid of them get rid of them do you? how do you get rid of a friend i want to hear Loan specifically them some money. what this was your Loan them some like, money. i really want to hear specifically what I just got, I got different friends that like, I mean, and I, and I got a few of them. I mean, like there's, there's guys who it's, it's the guy who, when you call him, you you know, or if he calls you, Hey man, how's it going, man? It happened again. What happened? You know, what? I lost my job. Really? What? Why? You know, they just, they don't get me. You know, it's like, they get you, man. He's just, what'd you do? You know, then you get into it like 20, 30 minutes into it. You're like, Oh man, he messed up. And you, and you want to tell him, but you want to tell him, you want to kind of do it with kick gloves a little bit. You know, and the second time and the third time. Yeah, we're talking about so many different things and common sense and ambition and yeah. not, you know, doing inappropriate things in a workplace. D's and, and F's. Yeah. D's and F's. It's just like, you know, how we so you're just... Saying, well, I'm sorry, but you, you're saying real quickly when you go to a fast food restaurant and they mess up your order, is that these people are... Of course they did. D's and F's. D's and F's. D's and F's. All right, all, that's all the time we have. Uh, let's stop it there <laughs> because it's uh, depressing friends. Try to be more positive. It's tough when you have those people in your life and they're relatives. You don't know how exactly. You, you can't just kick somebody to the curb. But um, sure yeah, maybe we should loan do that them more some often. money. Yeah, loan what do you them mean? a significant amount of money. They're not going to pay you back. They'll be afraid to call you back. So then they're out of your life. Oh, you're saying that's how you do it? Yeah, loan somebody money. That's the uh, <laughs> that's the Bronx Tale thing where the guy had yeah. lent him twenty bucks and yep. then he's like he kept trying to get his twenty dollars back. And then uh, the Chaz Palminteri character goes, is he a good friend? He's like, no. He's like, all right, then consider it this way. You, it costs you 20 bucks to get him out of your life. <laughs> there you He's go. Like, yeah, that's a good that's point. <laughs> all right. On that note, thank you very much for listening, everybody. We will uh, talk to you soon. All right, folks, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch or find out more, you can go to minivanmen.com or contact us through our websites. There's thechrisspencer.com, mazjobrani.com, and almadrigal.com. We hope to hear from you. Thanks. Thanks.